Why would Miss Helmer choose to sign this book, and why did we read this book? Um, I will say something. I think it's because Holden was like 16, he said, and like that's around our age group, and she just wanted to give like a good example of like someone our age can be going through so much, and like people at our school or like in general could be going through that too. And to see that, it's like can relate to people. And yeah. Yeah, I wrote pretty much the same thing. I said to show mental health in kids our age and then to normalize talking about mental health because I feel like it's starting to be more normal, but it's definitely still something that we don't really talk about. Yeah, so, like, that's basically what I was thinking. Like, (laughs) (laughs) stop it. Um, Like, because he's, like, so in his head, like, throughout the whole, like, entire book. Like, he... uh, he like discusses things in his head. He discusses, 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 discusses. Thank you. Things in his head, like throughout the whole book, like whether or not he should like talk to people or like what he's thinking while he's with people or what he's doing. And I feel like that's has to do with like what like everyone does. I feel like and like how Tristan was saying about the mental health, like his mental health was very interesting. I would say, because he's so, like, hesitant to do things and, like, to talk to people. Anybody else? Um, last semester, it was more all about, like, collective and individual identity. I think she's making the transition with the book to make it more, like, mental awareness kind of stuff. Yeah. Did any of the books, like, I know Maddie talked about mental health. Did any of the other books discuss mental health at all? Uh, Tribe kind of talked about it with, uh, with PTSD. Okay. Yeah. Um, so maybe she's been, like, building up to it. Yeah. Okay, question number two. Why, um, or what is important about this book? I think just the mental health thing. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the main awkward thing about it. Yeah. I put, like, that it kind of has to do with growing up, so it can relate to, like, a lot of people, so it's important because he grows up, like, harder in a way, so, like, I feel like people can relate to him. Yeah, I said it shows into his thought process because, like, most books tell a story without, like, talking about like actually what's going on in the like main character's head but, like this whole book is his head so I think it's a different approach to talking about mental health that like I personally haven't read a book like it so oh I had another thing um it's important because it opens the idea of how family history shapes us kind of just because of how Allie and his death shaped him to be who he is and how that changed his mental health I put because uh, like it shows the similarities between how some like book that well that talks about like something that happened sixty years ago is still relevant to kind of like the thought process of the people today. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, all those. Are we good to move on? Thanks, Jimmy. Question number three: um, Which symbol in the book is most important to understanding Holden? I would say like the symbol about like the actual, like, catcher in the rye, where, like, which is, like, he wants to, like, save children from, like, falling off a cliff, I'm pretty sure it was, in which, like, he, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, I think, I think. Like, say, at least saving children, and yeah. I feel like. Yeah, it was supposed to be, like, so, them, like, in the rye, like, yeah. like, catching people before they fall off the cliff. Yeah, so, like, he wanted to, like, save the children from, like, losing their childhood, I feel like, yeah. is what he's trying to get at, because his childhood was so, like, like rough and stuff 
with like Ali's death and like, like all that. Yes, yeah. he like wants to protect the like children to save their childhood, so they don't just like throw it away and fall off the cliff and not have a childhood. I said the hat, his hunting hat, was like the biggest symbol because like the color, the red represents his sibling's hair, and like he's talking about how he misses Ali like all the time, like all the references he brings up. And also, since it like stands out, like Anthony said one time, thing like it is a symbol of like standing out, and his like mindset is a lot different than a lot of other people's. I put like his symbols the ducks because he always would ask people like why the ducks fly, like where they fly, to, like go somewhere warm and like somewhere where they can be, like where it's not cold. And I think he kind of feels that way. Like he has nowhere else to go, but like he always wants to know where the ducks have to go because they always have somewhere. Do you think that ducks are a symbol of, like, growing up? Like, he hasn't fully grown up, so he doesn't know, like, where the ducks go when they've... I guess it's not matured, but it's, like, in the next season of life. Yeah. yeah. Like, where I the ducks go. Actually, yeah. That's what, like, I was thinking. Because, like, I think she asked, like, some sort of question like that on, like, a quiz or something. And, like, it, I think it does have a lot to do with, like, him, like, growing up. And, like, they're moving on from, like, one season to the next. And, like, I think he's in that... Like, he's stuck in the transition period since he, like, got, like, uh, expelled or whatever from school. I can't think of what the word was. Uh, got expelled from school. So, like, he has having, like, trouble, um, like, moving on in life since he, like, basically is skipping a big chunk of his life because he got kicked out. So he's not, like, moving on to a new place like the birds are. Okay, um, are we good there? Oh, I was going to oh, say, um, to reference, uh, I also put what Carl we had, but um, since you already said that, um, another symbol was um, how he was sentimental when he was talking about his brother uh, with his glove that had the green writing with all the, I think it was poems that had it, uh, that, had a, that had the poems on the glove so that he could read the poems while he was out in the field. Just like how sentimental he was, which was like one of the themes that I talked about in the book. Are we good? Okay. Number five is what is the message at the ending of the book? That is, I thought it was like, because he was talking about how Phoebe was on the carousel and how just watching her go round and round like made him happy in a way. I think like Phoebe was his home or like his safety net. And he, uh, like seeing her do that, he just felt like he wanted to end with him being happy or like a happy relationship. Um, I kind of talked about how in the ending, when he's like, I could tell you about what I'm going to do in the fall, but I'm not gonna. I kind of thought that was like him not giving the audience closure because he doesn't fully have closure. Like he doesn't know what to expect. He's doing new things and like going to new places and he doesn't know like what they're going to be like. So I kind of thought like he's not telling us because he doesn't fully know. I feel like, because it was such, like, an abrupt ending from what I can see, so it's, I feel like either Holden or um, Salinger is trying to, like, like, explain or, like, show that life can just, like, stop and, like, hit you and, like, put you in your place, yeah. and, like, you never know what's going to happen, so, like, yeah. I put the... Um he did that because um, life doesn't always have a happy ending. So 
like it could just like as soon as stuff happens it could just end like you could just be driving down the street and then your life is out over because of someone that that didn't know what they were doing yeah i have one more thing before we move on um I think the message in the end is kind of like showing him with like a sense of relief from his like period of depression because he's happy with his sister. I said, you know, it doesn't really tell us if he makes a full recovery, but it's just that he's no longer angry or bitter. I did think it was a little bit interesting how he was happy when he's back with his sister because I thought like his family issues or his issues like with his mental health kind of started with Ali's death. And then he got sent off to school. So I kind of thought, like, maybe, like, the issues that he felt at school were because of what were going on at home, if that makes sense. Like, if he would have stayed at home, like, would he have gotten to where the, would he have gotten to the point in his mental health where he did? Yeah. I mean, kind of to add on what she said about his sister, I know this is, like, a little off topic, but I think it kind of goes back to, like, the whole, like, he's protective. Like, he just, like, he really wanted to save her innocence and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of skipped a question, so I'll go back. Why does Holden choose to finish the book the way he did, and why does Salinger choose to finish the book the way he did? How are they similar and different? I feel like I don't get that question. because I like, feel like it can be the same as the one we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Like He chose to end the book the way he did because he doesn't have closure. Then it's asking why the author decided to yeah. end the book the way he did. But then isn't it just the same person? thing? But I feel like (laughs) Salinger like is trying to portray that like life just stops and like Mm -hmm. like things happen so you can't like finish what you're trying to do. Yeah, I don't really know what Holden's trying to say. Maybe like what um, Tristan is saying. I don't really know. Other than that, I guess. Yeah. Did the book? How did the book start? Let me because of the. I feel like the. Yeah, it book. talks about, like, what he was, like, the book is, like, trying to portray to everyone. That's yeah. Like I just feel like also the book had a very abrupt, like, beginning. Yeah, he was Like, the first harsh. line of the book is if you really want to hear about it, and then he goes on to it. I just feel like that's not, like, a very typical, like, introduction to a book. Right. I feel like it's like, oh, wow, you're already in my mind. And then, like, so the beginning was abrupt, and then also the ending was abrupt. So it's probably just to keep with the... Or maybe I mean, I just thought it did. was weird that, like, he started out, like you're saying, really abrupt. And then I think it was, like, two or three chapters went by, and it was still the same day. But it was yeah. only, like, halfway through the day. So he, like, he goes on. Crap, is it not recording? Is it not? Oh, my God. No, we're good. Okay, yeah. So he just, like, I don't know how much it didn't record, but it's just weird 11 minutes. So that's pretty accurate. He just, like started it really abrupt and then kept going on and on about like one day and it took forever and it just felt weird that he like ended it super short too it's like he would put so much detail into it and then just like i don't know just end it it was weird like he didn't like have a closing way to end it It i kind of think though like there are days when like my brain's going super fast and i'm doing a lot of things and then there are other days where i'm just calm like there's not a lot of happening and it's just kind of like any other day yeah. so i think like maybe those were different days like some days holding out a lot of thoughts he had a lot of things he wanted to say and other days like more time would pass yeah i think that also has to do though because he's like i mean from what we've seen he kind of seems like he has bipolar yeah. Yeah. like that so i think one day he feels a certain way but then can change it in an instant like just his split personality too it's just yeah. it's weird he can be super happy yeah. 
like totally into it, the next minute he'd be like really upset and like mad about something. Yeah, I would say it's very high and low. Yeah, kind of like a roller coaster. Okay, anyone want to add anything else to that one? Okay, so number six is in what ways is the catcher in the rye about nothing but everything at the same time? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no one really tries to have that job of staying out of field and saving kids everything. He is saving kids from falling off a cliff. I'll, I'll elaborate. Okay. I was trying to help you, Bailey. You didn't really want to. Okay. So how it's nothing is, like, no one, like, really, like, goes into college and, like, has a profession of saving kids, like the catcher in the rye, like, is to him, I guess. Like, that's more, like, volunteer work, I feel, like, as that's, like, nothing, because I don't really know how it would be nothing, but, like, it's everything, because he's trying to save the kids from falling off the cliff and saving them from ruining their childhood, and, like, he's trying to have them keep their childhood, like, so they can have a childhood like he really didn't, I guess. Um, I, okay. Go ahead. I took a different stance. I said it was about nothing, because there really is no major storyline. There's no major plot. There's no major, like, climax of the story. Like, most, like, books, like, follow a similar, like, plot structure. plot structure. And there was really no plot structure. And then everything, like, it does, like, a really good job of discussing mental health. You can see char Holden's character development through it. It tackles, like, death, loss, change, trauma, like, all of those things. And yet there really is no, like, major storyline. So it's like nothing and everything. <laughs> I thought it was talking about like the book, but like the, the symbol. Cat, the symbol. Yeah. yeah, I had that. It was about the book, but I like no. the connection you made. No. Awkward. No, it's not awkward. <laughs> it's kind of cool because, like, I mean, he titled the book that, so clearly, like, he would do that for a reason. Yeah. Um, why don't you talk a little? Like, why did he name the book for Catcher in Rye? What do you guys think? Because I do think that's an interesting thing about that. Because by sharing this, she's, he's kind of showing that he's trying to like save her innocence by saying if we yeah. go down the path that we go down, like he's yeah. found that he's trying to help us. So he is being the catcher in the ride by writing the book. Yeah. Who is he trying to save? I think his sister, us. mostly. I was gonna say the younger generation. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Protecting the innocence. Of Which like, yeah, it, really. well, like it includes Phoebe too, though. Well, yeah, because she's Phoebe's younger. younger. Yeah. So both of them currently. What do you guys think? Like, well, what is he trying to save? Like, how? Like, how is he doing that? How is he saving us through his book? I think just yeah, telling his one word answer. I think he's just like sharing his story so that other people are aware of kind of like what he's been through, and maybe some people could relate to what he's been through. And then I forgot what I was yeah, say like about his sister. If they can like relate, then they don't feel so like alone in the world. Mm -hmm. And then they don't feel like so bad about like the place that they're in and like worry or stress about that. So like I feel like if we're aware, like Anthony said. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 you guys think about like all of life and its problems. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well tell me more. What do you mean? Like I wouldn't understand more what you think. I kind of have something to add about, like, how his book's about nothing but everything at the same time. I kind of said it was a mixture of both because, like Tristan was saying, it's literally just, like, a book about someone's life. So there's nothing, like, really interesting about, well, I mean, it's interesting, but it's not, like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, how, like, a normal, like, like yeah, exactly. It's not like how, yeah, you're not on the edge of your seat. You're kind of just reading about, like, this person's life. But then at the same time, it's, like, 
point awareness to like his different problems. Like I think obviously he has depression. Um, he has bipolar for sure. Um, Mr. Peace was saying maybe like some schizophrenia. So like, cause he has split personality. So I think it's also just like about everything, like mental health as well, but also about nothing. So yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll move on to the next one. In what ways does Holden get progressively worse throughout the novel? Wait, what was it? How does Holden get progressively worse throughout the novel? Give specific examples. Okay, I got this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it goes from the beginning of the book when he talks about he's been kicked out of like multiple different high schools to him going to a prep school. And then he gets kicked out of that. And then he's trying to hide it from his parents. So he goes to New York and then he hides a prostitute. And then it eventually gets to a point where he's in a mental hospital. So a very bumpy uh-huh. road. <laughs> I think he gets worse too because he keeps saying that he has depression and then everything keeps making it worse. So like he just never talks to anybody about it or never goes to anyone. So I think like mentally he becomes like seriously unstable. But I feel like mentally he like wants to talk to people, but then he like talks himself out of it because yeah. he's like, oh no, like they're not going to want to talk to me or like whoever. Like when he tried to call Jane a bunch of times, he called her or he went to go call her, but he's like, ah, oh, no, she probably doesn't want to talk to me. Maybe I shouldn't talk to her. Like, and just like, it's so like back and forth. So like, couldn't talk to her or anybody. Which I think though, I think that could be connected to like, a lot of people when they have issues. Like, no, like, I don't really want to bring it up. Like, it's not that bad. Yeah. I don't really want to talk about it. But in reality, like a lot of Holden's issues could have been fixed pretty early in the book. If he would have just said like, hey mom, like I'm struggling in school, like, can I have some help? Or like, can we talk about doing something different? Or like, hey, like I'm struggling, I need to come home. Like there are so many things that Holden could have like improved on in the beginning that would have changed the whole book. Mm-hmm. If he would have just like voiced that he needed help, but it's think, way harder than it sounds. Do you think the mom would have really cared because she, well, she would have cared, but like she tried and gave him so many different chances to not get kicked out. What do you guys think about all these parents? That's a good question. This book was based off of, like, so long ago, so I feel like back in the day, parents didn't really, like, they didn't play as big of a role, I think, as parents do now in kids' lives. Like, it was kind of like, oh, you're going to school, or, oh, this happened, you're going to boarding school. Like, they didn't really care what you did or how you did it or, like, if you failed or not. So I think they just kind of were, like, brushed it off. I also feel like mental illness wasn't so serious back then, and, like, people didn't think too much of it, so his parents were probably, like, if we send him away to boarding school, maybe he'll like be in the right mindset because of his brother passed away. Did that make you okay though, just because it was in the 50s? No. 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 But like, I, I still think it sucked. Yeah. yeah. Like, I do think it is very different though because, like, in California, like, we don't just like send our kids to like long summer camps or something. But my mom has co workers on the East Coast who just like, it's normal that every summer their kids go to like this 12 week camp just like for fun. Which, like, I get that it's not totally the same, but, like, boarding school, I feel like, in a, not in a, like, bad, you're messing up way, but just in, like, a lifestyle way. I think that's such a big thing on the East Coast, which I, uh, which I just find it interesting that this is, like, in the East Coast, Mm -hmm. or, like, does take place on the East Coast. Are any of you guys attachment theory? No. No. Do you have any thoughts on like how his parents might not be doing things well? Well, I, I don't know. I just know his parents aren't taking it right, like not approaching it as well as they should. 
um, like attachment theory, the idea is that um, how our parents like treat us as we grow up is how we learn to be in relationships later on. So like that idea of daddy issues, right? Like if someone's dad doesn't treat them well, baby. <laughs> I saw your smirk. But it's your parents teach you when you're growing up what relationship is supposed to be like and what feels quote unquote right. Um, And it's also a place where you have to learn how to feel safe. So what attachment theory kind of is, is it's these different ways. There's three or four different like attachment styles. And those are the different ways that you learn to quote unquote attach yourself or to make yourself feel secure. So a lot of the groups, and I think probably your group too tested for him avoiding. Yeah. So, um, and what that means is he avoids people or he avoids intimacy because he learned that's the only way he could be safe in his house is to not hope for or rely on his parents. And so I think it's interesting because we even kind of see that with him. Like, they don't try to ask him what's wrong. Like, it doesn't seem like they're concerned. Like, you'd think if, like, you know your son probably is dealing with trauma from his little brother dying. I mean, I hope they know about the sexual, like, molestation stuff. Um and, like, you would think, like, they wouldn't say, go away. Did you guys read the last chapter? Yeah. No. Mr. Antonelli? No, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that I did read that. Just that, kidding. That hints at the idea yeah. that he, he said that it happened to him when he was younger. So oh, he was just like, kidding. Yeah. yeah. Did, okay, does, like, he actually press his head, or is he making that? No, no, that Okay. So, yeah. I haven't read that part yet. I thought that Mr. Antonelli was the one who did it before. Was he the one that he, like, stayed with? Okay. Yeah. And then he ran away when right. he started because he was like petting yeah. his head at night. So That's I, I, my, some well, of my other were reading it as like it happened to someone else, and that just like That's what I figured. But I've always read it as it was Mr. Antonelli, and he was a trusted figure in his life. So like what Holden learned is like you can't trust anyone, and so mm-hmm. his parents he can't trust either to like take care of him, which is why I think we see him like constantly like go like. Rejecting people, like, yeah, like, actually, is such an interesting example because he, like, invites him to go to the movies. He clearly cares about him. He goes to him for comfort, but he also keeps him at a distance. And I think he keeps him at a distance because that's the only way he knows how to be safe, right? If I don't let you in, if I can find all these reasons not to like you, then, then you can't hurt me. And so it's interesting because, like, if you look at him, he focuses on toenail clippings with both of his roommates. Like, how weird, like, Maybe both of them do that, but, like, also, have you guys ever done that? Like, you nitpick at something because, like, and it's, like, super small things that are annoying you, but it, it kind of keeps you safe. It keeps you at a distance, um, or you can, like, judge them and feel better about yourself than with them. So, my point being, I think the parents did a really bad job at helping him um, be able to engage with trauma. What's, what's happening? Oh, your video? Okay, maybe. All right. Um, it's Blake. It's Blake. And Colin. Oh, yeah. What up, buddy? What's happening? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But, anyways, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, his parents, mm-hmm. I think, are. It's not, it's not their fault that. 
Holden's life has been difficult, right? They couldn't have stopped Allie from getting cancer. They probably couldn't have even stopped, like, the molestation stuff, but they could have taken care of him, and I don't think they did. Yeah, giving him help, at least, bare minimum. Daddy issues. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> um, okay. Um, no, this is, like, going back, but when he talks about, like, getting progressively worse, I wonder if he also just didn't know that he had any issues. I think that's true. Right. Like, he could have just been totally oblivious to it, thinking, like, that's how you it's live life. Normal. And just, like, it's normal. Yeah, because, because he, he didn't get any help. Because he didn't get help, because I don't think he thought he needed it. Well, also, like, he's mentioned a few times, he was like, don't you feel, I don't even remember what the example was, but he's like, don't you think that this is a phony, or don't you think he's, like, talking to someone? And they were like, no, like, whatever. And I think he was like, oh, what the heck, maybe. I do have problems. Yeah. Um, we've, we've already gone over, like, yeah, we kind of, like, a lot about it when we talked about it. Should oh, we just go on to, we just like, say, like yeah, what is your overall... Uh, oh, just kidding. The last one. How much last one? one? About, like, oh, okay. Our, or, so, no. That could work. So, share your biggest takeaways from CBT, DBT, and attachment <laughs> theory. <laughs> Sorry, that was a mature. Sorry, guys. Hi. Hi. Okay, so like I had DBT and like mm-hmm. from the article I read, oh yeah, just you share what yeah. <clears throat> So from the article like I read, it was um like it talked it talked about like relationships and like how relationships should be. So like that like relates to Holden because I feel like he had a lot of problems with his relationships, like whether it was with a girl, boy, or like an intimate relationship, like. And, like, I feel like DBT could, like, help him in, like, that area, in, like, the relationship area, because, like, gives, like, ways or, like, just, like, ideas that could help you with your, like, what relationship should, like, hold. What is DBT again? So, um, well, for the part I read, is it all about relationships? No. Okay, well, the part, the one of the things I read, it was about relationships and how, like, different, like, uh, like, the uh, I want, you want, like, it's, like, making, like, your relationship, like, equal out. Like, no one gets, like, more than the other person. Like, it's all equal. So, like, the part I read about it was talking about how different mental illnesses can combine. And, um, oh, wow. That was, excuse me. DBT can, like, help with more than just one if you have it and you don't know. Yeah. So it's also, like, there's, like, steps and ways to do it. So I think for, at least when I read on DBT on my two articles that I did, it was talking about how DBT can help, like, with a couple few different mental healths, like um, bipolar, having depression, anorexia, which doesn't relate to him. But there's just a couple other ones, like schizophrenia and stuff, that all relate to DBT, yeah. and it kind of related to that part of the book. Yeah. Right, I know you. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, go for it, go for it. Yeah. Are you, what are you, are you CBT? I'm CBT. Okay, we're both CBT. Okay. Um, some things like, uh, I learned CBT, <laughs> CBT, like, thicker, wait, no, thinner packet, it talks about, um, like, multiple different things that you can do, um, and, like, signs that you are giving off that you have stress. Uh, some of the things that you could be doing, uh, like some of, the, some of the things that you can realize if you're having stress is like if you have like uh, tenseness in your shoulders, um, 
are avoidant and what are some of the other things? Do you some other I read things? a different one. It, what I read and like, the, did you watch the two videos? No. Okay. It basically what I learned, I don't fully know what. Okay, should I finish my thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, but some of the things that uh, to help a person get over all that stuff is uh, one, avoiding uh, stressful situations like pe uh, people that stress you out or uh, say no to things that may stress you out. Um, uh, also, being in more green environments um, has been proven to make you um, less stressed. Um, that's why maybe you shouldn't be spending so much time in New York City, which is just a big concrete place. Um, also, eating healthier. Um, I don't know if you talked about anything that I, I don't know either. Um, um, he doesn't then, eat. Yeah, he like, doesn't. He literally, like, like, it's really inconsistent. Like, some parts of it said when he's, like, depressed, he didn't feel like eating. He just, like, avoided everything. Yeah. It's also, like, a like, depression that's simple. Yeah. Eating healthy um, and also regular exercise is something that he probably never does. Yeah, I don't think he's a part of it. Well, then he was talking about like how much he smokes and stuff, so his lung capacity, like he can barely breathe anyway. Yeah. Okay, my turn. Yeah. The part that I read about CBT oh, was basically like having negative thoughts and then like reframing them. It talked about how like you become avoidant and just basically, what am I trying to say? Basically, like you have a negative thought, you have to think about like how valid the thought is. And then, like, realize, like, it's not fully, like, what you think it is. And it'll help you feel better. So you don't just, like, avoid <laughs> things that make you stressed. It's quite low. I think that Holden had just been giving in to all of his negative thoughts. Like, I think that he's just letting them come and go. Kind of, like, is what the book is. But I think that if you, like, realize that, like something might be wrong, he might have reframed it, and then it could have helped him got better a little bit quicker. Okay, why don't we just go on to, like, the questions we